0: This episode of Bringing the Backups is brought to you by the Church of Scientology. Are you bothered by the many horrific things you've heard about our church? Watch a Tom Cruise movie. Aren't those great? The Church of Scientology. Tom Cruise movies. Oh, what is up? Welcome to Bringing the Backups. I'm your host, Eric Helwig, going week two with the live setup. You like it? Look at this, YouTube people. I'm telling you, if you're listening on Apple Podcast or Spotify, you're a fucking dinosaur. Get to YouTube, people. YouTube's going to outlast it all. That's my guess. But anyway, look, I've got some shows to plug. I'm going to go quick through these, but I do have a bunch of shows. I'm at the Comedy Chateau on July 6th. I'm at the show Warp Speed in the Glendale Room in Glendale on July 9th at the Hollywood Improv on July 10th. The Comedy Chateau on July 13th. bringing the, or excuse me, bringing the backups. My show Barely Making It LA is on July 14th. That's at the NoHo, uh, the federal NoHo. Uh, back at the Chateau on July 16th. I'm at the Brea Improv on July 20th doing another show at the Chateau. They're really hooking me up with spots there on July 23rd. And then on July 27th, I'm at the DC Improv in my hometown, opening up for a friend of the show, Liz Mealy, for those of you old school fans, you remember she was on our show. I'm opening for her. Again, that's at the DC Improv. Ton of shows. Come out and support uh, big shows that are obviously Hollywood Improv and the Brea Improv if you're in the area here in LA, Orange County. Uh, my own show, Barely, uh, Barely Making It LA, that's a good show and then the DC improv for like 90% of my listeners who live in the DC Virginia Virginia Maryland area as all of you have noticed in the voicemails everybody's calling asking questions about the commanders and the wizards so uh definitely check me out there as always to support the podcast you can sub wherever you're listening whether that's Apple Podcasts Spotify Stitcher If you're on YouTube, definitely subscribe, but also like and comment on the videos. That's a huge help. Apparently that's how YouTube like kicks things up in the algorithm. So it's not just subscribing. It's like leaving a comment or liking the video or watching it, you know? And then uh, buy some merch. Look at this, I'm wearing my own merch. Is that fucking lame? Here, this is telling you to buy some merch here. So go ahead and do that. Buy some merch. Thanks for listening to the show. No more bullshit. We're talking about Chase Daniel on this podcast, and I want to get right to it. Let's get started right now. Grab your gear and lace it up. Helmets on and cup your nuts. It's that time you know what's up. Oh yeah, bringing it in, episode 43, I don't know, uh, episode 2 of me putting my face on camera for you people, new setup from last week, I don't remember what I did last week, I, I'm still, here's the thing, this is going to be my last, I know I know I'm doing to two in a row with no guest, but uh, after that, I'm going to have a guest in here, I'm going to try to get a multiple camera setup, I'm basically trying to build a, a studio. And uh, as you can see, I've built nothing around me. Again, for those of you that are watching on YouTube, um, you know, I'm sorry it doesn't look nicer. Just, you know, you're in, whatever. It's the ground floor, bitches. You want to come help? I'll take your money. I need your money, by the way. Jesus, I've been trying to, we're trying to plan trips back home to see the family. We've got some weddings coming up and the airline's Jesus, man, could you send us some lube in the mail before we pay for our tickets? It's it's ridiculous. Like, And already it was the situation where like we're on the West Coast, it's hard to get back. And that was hard to get back when it was like $350 round trip. I mean, holy shit. It's like $1,000 to go round trip in the country right now. It's just insane. Like, How much money do the airlines, how much do you need, Delta? The nerve for them to have these like, these like beautiful inclusive commercials. Delta, we care about flying equity across the country. It's like motherfucker, give me half off the ticket price then, if you care so much. It's insane. I get it's like they don't want me to see my father. I, I it's infuriating, and it's been all we've been dealing with for the last couple of days is trying to figure out how we can afford uh, plane tickets. I mean the good news is I can sleep on the plane because I'll be very tired from donating my plasma all week so I can sit bitch <laughs> on a red-eye Delta flight so I can get home and see my family but whatever these, these are the, this is the problem of, of, of pursuing your dreams on the west coast everybody when your family are uh, east Coasters It's like they, they, they just it doesn't matter you got to be you got to be a billionaire. And hopefully we will be billionaires. We need to get a private jet so we can fly the dog with us. I always feel like Gordon's missing out. we We keep thinking maybe if we dress him up like a pilot, just buy him a plane ticket. I don't know. I, I, I don't know. We, we could also like knock him out and then like try to weekend at Bernie's him onto the plane. He just the problem is, is he's a dog and not a person. Anyway, uh, so we've been dealing with that. Want to say a quick shout-out. Uh, my friend Joe Barksdale had me on his podcast. Um, I don't know the name of the podcast, but if you just Google Joe Barksdale podcast, it should pop up. Uh, Joe's great, so he told me it's going to come out in, like, eight months. So I'll be dead by the time you uh, hear it. But thanks for Joe for having me on. Joe, if you're listening, um, why? Why would you be listening? Don't... You know, you're a busy man. Don't do this. You got a family. I don't recommend anybody. If you have children right now, turn this podcast off. This podcast is for single, lonely men who need a voice echoing in their room. Uh, I was going to make a joke about uh, mass shootings, but I guess I can't because there was another one. I'm on Twitter right now, and it looks like there was another one. I mean, it's just insane. I self-edited myself. (laughs) What, what am I doing? Uh, I also want to thank Melissa at Empire Comedy. I, I think I promoted the Temecula show on here last week. Temecula was awesome. Did the 7 and 9 o'clock show there on a Saturday. 7 o'clock, man, I am not a 7 o'clock comic. <laughs> I'm, I'm a filthy comic. I guess I'm realizing that now the more I'm on the road, those 7 o'clock Mormon audiences are not a fan. You know, but the the degenerates that come for the nine o'clock, those really are my people. I like those people. Those are more fun shows. I mean, I got to get better at just like cleaning it up for the sevens so that they can enjoy themselves too, but I don't know. I don't know. It's like, did you think this was a prayer circle? Like, I'm a comic, I'm going to talk about things. There was this one guy that got mad at me. Like, at the seven o'clock show, this guy was heckling. So I, you know, cut his head off and made a joke about his wife being too embarrassed to blow him that night. And then they were, like, offended. But it's like, dude, I wouldn't have said anything if you didn't pipe up multiple times during the show. Like, it takes a lot of audacity to interrupt a comedy show and then get mad at the comic for ruining you. And by the way, like, I shouldn't care, but, you know, you're a comic. Like, everybody could be enjoying themselves. If one person is hating it, like, that's what you, you can't help but see that. They were sitting right in the front, man, right dead center, only row lit, wouldn't shut up for the first three minutes of the show. I did what I had to do. I mean, I had to do it, but that seven o'clock show never really recovered. But the nine o'clock, man, they they made up for it. That was a blast. So anyway, Temecula, you were great. I know a couple of you hopped on my email list. I saw it. You guys, I'm not going to say your names uh jack ball that's a fake name uh but thank you and uh people bought my shirt that's this shirt I'm wearing right now you're not gonna get this reference unless you've seen my stand-up in the last few months but that's fine but I sold like eight shirts which was awesome I've never sold a shirt before so (laughs) never sold that's not true I've sold shirts from the merch store but I've never sold one in person so that was a that was a cool feeling Uh, love that. I also ran my show, barely making it. That show went great. I I said, I got another one on July 14th. Come out if you're local. Uh, that's pretty much it, man. I don't know. I, we're going to talk chase Daniel on the podcast. Um, who is, he's made $42 million in the NFL and he threw eight touchdown passes. I mean, I thought last week we did, uh, oh my God, who did we do last week on the podcast? Oh, my God, the guy from Seattle. Oh, what's his name? Matt Flynn. We did Matt Flynn. And Matt Flynn has, like, I don't remember how many touchdowns he has. He has, like, something like 10 touchdowns and $20 million. You're like, oh, wow, $2 million a touchdown. Dude, Chase Daniel is, like, amazing. He's, he's just crushing it. So we'll talk a little bit about this guy making the most undrafted uh, free agent. Didn't even get drafted and turned it into 42 million. Good for him, man. He's 35 years old. He's my age, much better shape. Nice family living in San Diego, going to Padres games. I'm stalking their Twitter right now. That's how I knew there was a shooting because I'm uh, all up on, uh, all up on Chase Daniels Twitter. Ooh, look at that Fox news post. Uh Uh-oh, Chase. I won't tell if you don't. (laughs) I don't give a fuck. Do whatever you want, Chase. Fox News it up. There you go, buddy. <laughs> Not allowed to post Fox News. Um. Oh man, it's been uh. i We're gonna get into the show here uh, in just a minute. We'll talk Chase Daniels. Actually, what you know what I want to do? I want to do a power ranking real quick of the NFL teams because I found a, a a website that's listing. These are the. Power rankings for all 32 teams. You guys want to do it? It doesn't matter if you want to do it. I'm going to do it. So let's just go right now. All right, here we go. Power rankings. and I made made a little drop for it. I put a lot of work into this, so hopefully you guys enjoy this. This episode of bringing the backups is... Damn it, I hit the wrong thing. That's the kind of thing I would have fixed when I'm not doing this all in one shot. Here's the... (laughs) Here's the power ranking drop. Power ranking. That was fucking anticlimactic. All right. Uh, first team they got here, Buffalo Bills. Agree with that. I mean, God, that Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes battle. Do you remember that? Oh, God, that was awesome. I was riding in a plane and like listening to it on my phone, walking through the airport, celebrating with people with each touchdown. That was a that was a crazy. That was a crazy game. They got the Bucs at two. I guess that makes sense. I mean, whatever. Brady's back. They lost Gronk. I don't know. Two seems a little high for the Bucs. Okay, they got the Chargers at three. Nice. And that's our boy, Chase Daniel, has been re-signed. He's on the Chargers right now. He might be... Dude, if if Herbert goes down and Chase Daniel gets to play, that would be pretty badass if this dude can win a Super Bowl. Look, I'm going to say right now, Chargers... They're, Just because virtue of doing this guy on my pod. Chargers are my second favorite team this year. But only if A-Bear snaps his leg. Uh, Number four, they got the Rams. Seems a little low for the champions. They got everybody coming back. They got the Rams at four. Packers at five. Interesting. Interesting. This seems a little high. This must be an old list. Why the fuck are the Browns at six? This has got to be an old list when was this written 1998 no I'm just kidding uh they got the Browns at six whatever this bliss sucks I'm just doing a podcast uh got the Eagles at seven what really I mean I like the Eagles (laughs) they're not the seventh best team in the NFL are you kidding me I mean look if Hertz gets better grape I don't think so uh we got the Bengals after that uh again Bengals low that's so low you're putting them in like that barely in the top 25 of the league and they were in the Super Bowl last year what you think Burrow's gonna get worse they improved the offensive line I disagree with that and then the Chiefs at nine again low all right whatever I guess they're saying that they're gonna be um we'll see what they look like without Tyreek Hill but what, nobody else is fast in the league? The Dolphins at 10? This list sucks. Why are the, Why would the Dolphins be at 10? What? What is going on with this list? The Saints at 11? Oh, yeah. No. Jameis Winston, I'm sorry, dude. What has he ever done to inspire confidence that, like, he's going to make somebody a playoff team? For real. What, he's got a strong arm. So did Jeff George, friend of the show. Saints are too high. Ravens at 12. That one makes some sense. I mean, we'll see how things work out with uh, with their QB. I mean, it's going to be work out fine. He's going to play with them, but he's going to be pissed. 49ers. I like the 49ers. Only if they re-sign Kaepernick, though. Uh, <laughs> that's a joke. Uh, no, they uh, 49ers. Okay. I mean, I don't know, man. You're banking on Trey Lance. I mean, that. that's you. Do that if you want to. I would, have, I would have stuck with the guy who wins like 80% of his games and like the whole team's like will run through a brick wall for him. And again, just like Baker last year, hurt shoulder. Like, oh, he's playing like shit. His fucking shoulder is like hanging on by a thread. How would you play? Like you have to take that in, in mind that somebody's trying to tough something out. It's not a true evaluation of their ability. So I don't know. I, I would give Jimmy another year there. Broncos at 14. All right. I don't know. We'll see. Um, We'll see how Russ does there. I think he might be He's at the point now where he's getting a little old in football years. Colts, I mean, look, they're 15, but let's be real. Nick Foles takes over this team in week 10. The Colts are winning the Super Bowl. I take it back. Colts are my second favorite team now. That's not even true. If Nick Foles starts playing for the Colts, I might root for the Colts against the Eagles. I'm just being real. I'm just being real. And that's for every fucking Eagles fan that was like, oh, the Eagles almost signed Foles as the backup. I want them to fucking suffer for what they said. So I, that's what I would say is I'd say the Eagles and Colts are even, and if they meet in the Super Bowl, I would be equally as happy with Nick Foles making the Eagles pay for letting him go. I'll say that. Colts at 15. Cowboys at 16, I'm not going to talk about them, fuck them. Washington Commanders at 17, all right. This episode, given, it looks like this list is giving Carson Wentz a little bit of credit. That's uh, a huge mistake. Uh, Pats at 18, I don't think the Pats are going to stay down for long. That's just, that's just check, man. Like, I, I'm, I would put the Pats higher. Vikings at 19, yeah, whatever, who cares. Um, they're not going anywhere with Cousins, man. Kurt Coupons, as I heard him called on a podcast one time. I don't remember where it was. It's not mine. Google Kurt Coupons and give them their credit. That's always, that's always the, the name I think about. I'm um, Are you guys liking this? Uh, Tennessee Titans at 20. Ooh. That's pretty low. That feels low. I don't know, but, but fitting. Tannehill sucks. Las Vegas Raiders at 21. I think you're kind of sleeping on them that low. Um, I think Devontae Adams is going to make them good. I mean, Derek Carr, that's what you want. You want your receiver to just say stupid shit to back you up. Carr's got to love that. But Devontae Adams was like, Derek Carr would fist fight Aaron Rodgers and beat him. Just saying, like, just clearly untrue shit. Derek Carr is as talented as Aaron Rodgers. Just crap that we all know is a lie. And uh, it works. It works. Football players, you don't need to be telling the truth to get people pumped in the huddle. You say the thing that makes you fucking go. Steelers at 22. Yeah, that, that fits. Um, I don't even know who I'm rooting for in that quarterback battle. Right? Tr- Trubisky, you want to see him have some redemption. Mason Rudolph, the dude got fucking hit by Miles Garrett. I mean, I'm kind of rooting for that guy to pull something out here. And then they, they drafted the kid from Pittsburgh that played in that same stadium. Pickett. I don't know. It'll be Pickett, I think, week three, week four. If Tomlin's smart, he's going to give that guy a full year to like see what he can do and try to develop him a little bit if Tomlin's smart. Tomlin's smart. He's one of the best coaches in the league. Cardinals. Uh, who cares? Uh, don't care. Switch your uniforms back to what you wore in the 90s with the flag on the shoulder, or I don't care. Jets at 24. Moving up in the world. I think Zach Wilson's got some game. He's got that magic underpants. He's going to soar with those bad boys. B-Y-U. Cougars. Are they the Cougars? It should be the Morms. Why am I hating on Mormons so much? I love you Mormons. If you're a Mormon listener, uh, you know, knock it off. But that goes with all organized religion. I I just see the YouTube videos, the views going down as I say something that makes me unlikable. Uh, Detroit Lions at 25. We got to get out of here. This is going way too long. Uh, Detroit Lions at 25. That's good for them. They're working it up. I like what I like the biting kneecaps and the thing they got going on in Detroit. Um, yeah, I'm into that. Uh, Giants at 26. Yeah, you know, they're a mess. I, I, don't, I don't know how to fix that. I mean, it's just they suck. They got ugly uniforms. I think that's what it is. The Hard to stay motivated. When you got the most boring uniforms. Carolina Panthers at 27. I wonder, if, do you think they get, do you think they replace Darnold with Baker that would move them up a spot or two, maybe. Jaguars at twenty eight. Remember that? Remember when the Jaguars like we all thought they were going to be good for a little bit? They like re signed Blake Bortles. The defense was killer. Bortles was good, and you were like, could they? They're going to fucking pull it out. And then they just went. The defense was terrible. They had like one year where they just stood toe to toe and threw haymakers with the Patriots. I mean, that was that was sick. Didn't last. Uh, Seahawks at twenty nine. Good boring i'm done with the seahawks the uniforms are annoying now tacky uh bears at 30 yeah that makes sense and it should they had Foles. everything comes back to Foles, man they had Foles last year they didn't play him. they let dalton come back it was just stupid or who was the whoever the backup was Foles was the third stringer wins like a a, a game on the last play then they brought the second string guy back the next it's like what are you doing Fuck Matt Nagy. Done with the Bears. Good. Stay at 30. Falcons, yeah, they suck. Um, Hope uh, Desmond Ritter works out there. I like him. Um, But they're going to be terrible. And I also like Marcus Mariota, so I'd be happy to be wrong on this. And then the Texans, I mean, look, these guys do – it depends what you want out of your football team. Like, if you want guys that are getting great massages (laughs) – if you want guys, if you want, to, if you're looking for a team to really enable somebody to be a legit predator, then the Texans are your team. But uh, if <laughs> if you're looking for good football um, or some way that people honor the history of the team that used to be in Houston, I mean, the Texans are not your bet, man. They are te- they're a terrible team with some uh, fucked up management styles going on in Texas. So uh, not a fan of the Texans. Happy they're at thirty two. Let's leave him there for that, and let's get out of here uh, on that. We're done with the power rankings. Power rankings. And now we talk about Chase Daniel. Only 22 minutes into the podcast, all you Daniel heads were like, when is he going to get there? Well, I'm here. And while I'm here, if you're here, you see this where it says buy merch? You can do that at erichelwick.com, where you can also find links to everywhere that this show exists and subscribe And where you can sign up for my newsletter and catch my live tour dates. All of that good stuff. Subscribe on YouTube. Whatever. Wherever you're listening right now, let Bring in the Backups be your home. I want you to feel at home when you're with me. I want you to feel safe. I, I don't want to ever say anything that will upset any of you. That's my goal here on this show is to just hedge everything so that I say something but say nothing. So that your little precious ears never have to hear a thing that makes you think outside of (laughs) what you already perceive to be true. Um, Chase Daniel. Played in Texas. Rocked it in Texas in high school. This guy was the shit. He threw like, yeah. look at his early years. Look at this. He threw 91 touchdowns. And was 31 and 1 in high school and he was a receiver because this is the thing like when you watch his clips chase daniel the dude has some wheels even as at an older age an older age he's a fucking year younger than me but you see it like he can move so he played receiver in high school and then uh you know uh, he probably had to play a couple black guys at cornerback and was like yeah no more of that i'm slow and then he moved to quarterback <laughs> And then he was pretty good, man. Thirty-one and one—that's insane. His school, Stafford, gets got a lot of hate for a national ranking in two thousand four. They won a championship. Daniel won Player of the Year, EA Sports National Player of the Year. Good for him. And he was a smart kid too. It looks like he got National Honor Society. Now I don't know. I mean, hopefully he earned it. You know, in high school, I don't know how. I don't know. I wasn't. I was a high school athlete, but like I rowed in a boat, so that doesn't count. Like I wasn't getting like props from teachers. But I don't know. Maybe football players like you can you can get national honors by like spelling your name right. But I don't know. He's been in the league for a long time. Seems like a smart guy. I'll give it to him. He saved his money. I saw him on his Twitter. He was like he was like working out with P ninety X and being like, when I get ready for the season. I only work out with P90X. Like, he's got, like, endorsements. How the fuck do you get endorsements when you've been a backup quarterback for 14 years? (laughs) Like, who's endorsing you? PX90 was like, we'll give you half off for your PX90 if you endorse it. (laughs) Sorry, I I shouldn't be. I want Chase Daniels to come on the show. Chase Daniel, come on the show, buddy. Anybody that was on the birds, they should have started you over Wentz. Don't even get me started on that. Don't even get me started Wentz. Oh, Wentz. All right, college football career. Okay, Chase Daniel was a murderer. A murderer at Missouri. I'm not kidding. He murdered someone and buried them behind the practice facility. Absolute killer. Okay, backed up Brad Smith. You got, I don't know if you remember Brad Smith in the NFL. He was like fifth or sixth string receiver, practice squad guy for a couple of years, but apparently was insane. At Missouri, kind of like a running passing quarterback. I saw something that, like, he, Brad Smith, had actually led the team in rushing all time, which is pretty crazy. So, he Brad Smith was like, you know, Chase Daniel has big shoes to follow coming into Missouri. Does it, absolutely does it. 2006 starts all the games, throws 28 touchdowns, completes over 60% of his passes second team all big 12 selection this is before missouri moved to the sec and a big reason they did is because of the success that chase daniels has him his junior year 2007 this is the year missouri 12 and 2 they beat arkansas in the cotton bowl they're ranked number four in the associated press final poll highest ranking in school history dude chase daniel was insane Chase Daniel comes back to school instead of going, uh, declaring for the NFL draft. Probably a mistake, even though he played all right in 2008. I don't know why this guy did not get drafted. He just threw more picks, I guess, in uh, 2008, his senior year. But they still go like 10 and four, 10 and three. Yeah, somebody died. I don't know. I'm not. I'm not reading the YouTube thing too clear, uh, too slowly. But the point is, is, Missouri was good. They finished 19 ranked in the poll. Ten win record. He, Chase Daniel like made them legit. Uh, goes to the combine. Uh, everybody's like he's short and he sucks, which is not good, by the way. If you're trying to get drafted, um, it's like it's like a weird job interview. I would imagine going to the NFL draft. Because, like, I've been to a lot of job interviews, but they've never been like, all right, I see here you can uh, you type at 60 words a minute. That's pretty impressive. You do have some experience in software sales. Now, uh, bend over and touch your toes. Um, I want you to run full speed across the room. <laughs> Put on these uh, tight pants. I want to see how you look. Yeah, he doesn't do well. Doesn't get drafted um signs with the at the time the washington redskins they wave him goes to the saints listen to the court so he goes saints chiefs eagles saints again bears lions chargers listen to the quarterbacks that he played behind first off at missouri his freshman year brad smith a legend at Missouri drew breeze for three years alex smith for a few years in kc now he gets i think he gets screwed in uh in philly because i thought he should have started i wanted him to start over carson Wentz. i mean why are the eagles starting this dude out of like north dakota state where like who who is north dakota state playing that guy's not ready for the nfl Carson Wentz was fine his rookie season, but again, you needed to humble that guy. It was so, whatever. Everything I said was right about him from the beginning. They should have sat him for a period and been like, you suck. Get used to the fact that you suck. This is called adversity. We're gonna give you adversity. Whatever. Uh, I thought that was a mistake. Chase Daniel should have started there. I mean, I don't know, maybe he sucked in practice. Who knows? I'm not a football player. Goes back to the Saints. 2017 backs up breeze again then he backs up in starting in 2018 he backs up trubisky but this is like recently drafted our team is behind trubisky plays a couple games in chicago yeah i think he has like two starts in new orleans and three starts in uh in chicago no, that's not true. He started his two games in Kansas City. He, go, he went two and three in his five starts. Um, yeah, and, anyway, then in Detroit, he plays behind Stafford, and in Los Angeles, he's playing behind Herbert. The dude is just not really... He's been way worse than the starting quarterback everywhere he's been, with the exception of maybe Philly. And that's why he just hasn't gotten on the field. Like, it's also just been the unlucky fact that the guy in front of him has not been horribly injured. Usually that happens. You're in the NFL for 14 years. You're going to be on one snake-bit team, but it just has not happened for this dude. I mean the most attempts he's thrown in a season was with Chicago in 2018 he threw 76 passes. That that that's his like high water mark. Everything else is like less than 10 pat. Like he's like the field goal holder. That's his thing. Holding the field goals, Saints go to the Super Bowl. I think he was probably the holder on that play, Garrett Hartley's field goal, probably. Don't know it for a fact. I mean, look. I, I don't know what to say. I feel good for the guy. I used to. We. I used to be a thing where I'd make fun of somebody for never playing in the NFL. But now you're like, dude made forty two million dollars. Only thrown eight touchdowns in the league. Eighty five quarterback rating. Forty two million dollars. I saw something. He was like the sixtieth highest paid quarterback in NFL history. How many Hall of Famers are below him? Even when you after you adjust for inflation. I mean, good for him, dude. Good for him. That's how you do it. I'm happy for him. And then, uh, he's married, you know, he's like super Christian. He has, uh, 89 kids. Used to run Bible study for couples. That is, uh, it does not sound fun. Um, and then, uh, yeah, that's it. Oh, I saw this thing where he was like, uh, he was like talking about how he like saved his money. He seems like a very nice guy. Like, like he's not like he's very Christian, but then like you go into social media, he's not like blasting it at you. But uh, you know, whatever. He seems he seems cool. They did that thing where like I remember he, he was talking about like how he like saved his money. I remember I had this ex who like had money problems, and then she like got real religious and like thanked God for helping her get out of money. But it was like I also was like with her when she bought a Hummer. And it's like, maybe just don't buy the Hummer. (laughs) To me, like, I don't know, financial planning, it seems like just don't buy anything when you don't have money. Just be really poor and be a little hungry and then make more money and then you can buy more stuff. And don't buy something if you don't have the money for it. Like, if you can't pay for it, right up. Like, don't do that. Isn't that fi- did I just solve finance problems for everybody? Like what's the what's the mystery here? <laughs> what? Is- don't buy shit. Don't don't waste your fucking money if you don't have it. I don't know. I I don't get it. I mean good for him. Like I said, he he seems like he's done good stuff. Nice family. I saw a cute video of him launching his kid into the air in the pool like way too high I see that stuff that kind of stuff makes you want to be a dad just like being like having fun with your kid but like borderline dangerous I'm like that looks fun you know like you kind of got kind of like and en- gotta engineer thing when you're that rich like his kid's gonna have generally speaking a much easier life so you got to kind of engineer the struggle so one of the struggles is probably like you throw him too high in the pool and he you know hits the water and you know, <laughs> gets the wind knocked out of him. I, I don't know. This sounds, this is probably sounding horrible. But you get what I'm saying. Like, you got to, like, challenge your kid. You got to make sure your kid has challenges. You can't steamroll life for your kid. That's what a lot of parents do, apparently, now. And it's like, I don't know. When I was a kid, I mean, I used to live in Louisiana, and, like, we would, like, run away from snakes, I think my mom was a good mom but like we did wild stuff. Like we shot bottle rockets at each other, we were getting fist fights. I mean, I don't know. I feel like that's an important part of childhood is like doing things that are a little dangerous and like getting hurt or like stepping on a nail and it going clean through your foot. Things like that have to happen. That's an important element of childhood. If you never look down and see a nail that has gone completely through your shoe and your foot and is coming out the other side, I don't feel like you can be a good person. And I want you to quote me on that and I want you to read it back to me in the voicemails. (laughs) Speaking of the voicemails, if you guys would like to call into the show, which you always should, why would you not want to call into the show? And leave a voice. But we're not, I'm not reading them today because I didn't have time to prep shit. But if you would like to call in the number, I've got it right here in front of me. You can just dial, dial right now. 323-716-6072. That's it. Boom. You've got it. Again, that's 323-716-6072. Ask me anything you want. I'll answer it right here on the podcast. You'll see me answer it. You can have my merch. All this stuff I'm supposed to say so that this show is more successful. I think that's all I had to say about um, Chase Daniel throwing the kid in the pool. God helped him with his money. Oh, there's a video of him eating his booger. Yeah, he just, <laughs> he just like, picks one and eats it. There's a video of a lot of people eating their boogers. I've never eaten a booger. Never had that. Never had that impulse to do it. And uh, I, I guess I can't really judge it because it's like I don't know. I chew my nails and like sometimes there's maybe dirt under there or something. I don't know. But I just I don't get it. Is it like is it salty? Is it like a salty treat? Is that why you guys do it? Some of I'm sure some. I mean I've heard too. I've heard too many people. Make fun of other people for eating their boogers for it not to be a very popular thing, but like I don't know where it falls on the scale of popular. You know, is it like eating boogers is a certain percentage of the population, and then like there's another percentage of the population that likes like tentacle porn, and like where what where do those go i don't I don't know. My guess is that more people eat boogers than watch tentacle porn, but I would be—I've never watched it. I've never done either. Uh, cut to me later. Just <laughs> no, I don't know. I—I—I uh, I, I, I don't know how popular it is. I would actually love feedback on this. Maybe I, I should do like a poll on social media. Have you ever eaten your booger? Like, would people answer honestly? Like, I have to. It has to be more reputable. Then my page it has to be like a pew poll. You know? You guys know pew polls? There, it's, it's, a one, it's one thing I know about polling that makes me sound smart when I'm debating my friends is I reference a couple pew poll numbers. And I go, it's bipartisan. Don't worry. I have no idea what a pew poll is. I just, I just know that it's a thing you say when you're eating cheese that has a toothpick in it and you want people to think you're smarter than you are. You, you mention a couple pupil results. And that gets people to shut up pretty quick. <laughs> These are the tricks if you if you're like me, which is you I have a wide base of knowledge that's about an inch deep. It's I have a shallow understanding of many things and a deep understanding of like two things. I understand uh, comedy. I understand uh, sports, and um, I, I do like tentacle porn. That's like my other thing. I'm I was lying before. It's the only thing. What what is it like that you just have sex with the like Ursula from Little Mermaid? I don't know. I don't. I'm confused. I I don't know. I feel like the times are passing me by. I wonder if Chase Daniel feels that way too. That's my segue back. Oh, he had a sick comeback against Detroit. I watched the highlights for it. Man, Chase Daniel could move around in the pocket. I'm telling you, it's kind of it kind of sucks that no one ever got hurt and he never got a chance to get some extended playing time. I think he would have been pretty good. Like, if it happens this year on the Chargers, the Chargers are loaded. The Chargers are loaded. And he's like 36 now. I mean, he's going to be like the grizzled vet coming in. You know, he's already got his family and his kids and his money, and now it's like it's just all for the love of the game. He's like Kevin Costner in that movie where he's uh, pitching <laughs> and he's like old, you know, he'd be like that for love of the game. I actually said, I think I said for love of the game, not referencing the movie, just using the phrase. Um, That movie kind of sucked. That's the worst of the Costner baseball movies. He's made about 30 of those and most of them are good, but that one's just a kind of like a hacky, corny piece of shit. The other thing I was going to say, I, I, as I cross off, eats boogers. Like, that's that's how dumb this show is, man. I have a note here that said, eat boogers. You see? Eat boogers. Because I found a video of him eating his boogers. I I, I don't know. I, I, you guys have to stop listening. I mean, you have to stop, stop encouraging this. You're enablers at this point. The other thing I want to say, I just love those Chargers uniforms. Man, the Chargers got to go back to San Diego. Just go back. It's where you're wanted. I live in L.A. Nobody wants the Chargers here. Nobody wants them. Nobody cares, and they're good. People barely care about the Rams. I mean, it's, it, the people who are, like, from L.A., like, from downtown L.A., uh, I think care about the Rams that they came back. Nobody cares that the Chargers are here. Nobody. It's It sucks that they left San Diego, and now if you put if you put the Chargers back, if you put the Chargers back in San Diego now with what the Padres are doing, just those uniforms, man. You got the powder blue and then the the brown and yellow of the I mean, both teams highlight the yellow. God damn, that would be cool. That would be a cool two city team. I, I hope I hope they move back, man. I want teams to have a real fan base. And I feel like the Chargers had that, and I want, I want that for them. But they do have sick uniforms, man, no question. I think that was all I wanted to cover with Chase Daniel. I think we got him. Good for him. Like I said, fingers crossed, Justin Herbert just takes a bad step on an escalator. And he's not, he doesn't have any permanent damage, but he tears an ACL about 10 weeks in. And Chase Daniel's got to take him the rest of the way. That would be a great story. And, again, I don't want it to affect Justin Herbert for the rest of his career. You know, I want him to make a full recovery. But enough of an injury that he's not coming back. And the team has to really rally around Chase Daniel. That's what we can hope and pray for. <laughs> what do you when, – whenever somebody says, like, a quarterback, a backup gets in and he's like, okay, you never want someone to get hurt to come in. That's never the reason you want to come in. Well, then what's the other reason? You would never go in for Justin Herbert or, like, Brett Favre unless they got injured. Like, that's the only way it's happening. You want to wait until they clinch a playoff game and you can play, like, a meaningless Week 17 game? No, you want them to hurt themselves. Like, right? Is anybody... Is is any backup watching the quarterback going, oh, no. He's hurt. I never once pictured what it would be like if he was hurt and had a thought of how that could change my life forever and have me do the one thing I've been working my whole life to do. Oh, no. I don't know. Maybe I'm a bad person because I also don't want people to get hurt, but if the only way I would ever get to what I want is if somebody got hurt, man, there'd be banana peels all over the hallway leading to that dude's room. He would have to be on lookout I would not i he was should not stand in front of me going down a flight of stairs, all right that's all I'm saying like i'm just i'm 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 playing to win, and you should too, so again, love Justin Herbert, hope Chase Daniels gets his shot. The only way that's gonna happen is if he gets hurt the first guy but but I'm not supposed to say that Chase Daniel, you're welcome to come on the show anytime and and let me know that I'm a piece of shit for uh doing this, look. You know what seemed really boring was when I did those power rankings for the NFL teams before, and that was thirty-two teams. What I thought might be better if it's a, is a if I did a power ranking for all one hundred and thirty college football teams. Let's do that right now. Power ranking. You're like, no, Eric, please, no. I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna read all of them. I'm gonna start at one thirty. I'll give you the first the the worst ten college football teams right now. UConn, UMass, FIU, New Mexico State, Akron, New Mexico, Temple, Arizona, Vanderbilt, Arkansas State, and UNLV. Now, out of those top ten, I'll pick one team to talk about. Um, I went by the Akron Zip Stadium when I was doing a Rubber City Comedy Festival, and it, it looked... They actually got a pretty good coach there. I think uh, he was like the, the OC at Oregon. So I think Akron's going to be much better this year, which is good. I, I want to see some Zip pride. Okay, we'll go to the next 10. I'll I'll name them, and then I'll just say one thing about each team. Southern Miss, South Florida, Louisiana Tech, Rice, Ohio, UL Monroe, Bowling Green, Buffalo, Duke, Georgia Southern. Let's go with Georgia Southern. They went 3-9 last year. Switching away from the option. What are you you doing? That's the thing that you do well, and it makes other teams have to prepare for you. Well, you're going to... It's a mistake. More teams should be running the option, not less. It's old school football. They're they're going to be bad for years. I, I'd like to see them lower on this list. Also, I like Rice. They play in the stadium where Kennedy gave that speech, um, and they're not a popular team, so they have to keep shrinking the stadium until eventually it just looks like a high school field, but it's a famous spot. All right, next 10. I'm going quick. I'm just going to say them, and then we're going to say one thing, and we're going to move on. Tulane, Charlotte, Colorado State, Texas State, Alabama, Troy, FAU, Kansas, Indiana, Northwestern. I'll talk about Charlotte because I'm going to a game. I'm going to be at the North Carolina Comedy Festival, and Maryland is playing at Charlotte. Why the AD set that game up for a Big Ten team to travel to play the Charlotte 49ers? But they did. My family lives in Maryland. I went to the West Virginia game last year. That was a great game. That was their biggest win of the season, if you ask me. Opening. This was opening week last year so i'm gonna check out maryland two seasons in a row i'm gonna see him in charlotte so that'll be fun they're building up their stadium there in charlotte but uh i'm not gonna be there in time for that unfortunately all right next 10 hawaii san jose state stanford wyoming navy colorado middle Middle tennessee georgia tech old dominion ball state we're getting to like the the 500 or slightly below 500 mac and group of five teams now you know where the ball state is the 90th ranked team all right, out of these 10, I'll talk about uh, Hawaii. Now nah, I won't talk about any of them. I don't care. Uh, let's go to the next 10. North Texas, Eastern Michigan, Miami, Ohio, Kent State, USC at 85. Ugh. Washington, Rutgers, Toledo, TCU, Florida State. Yo, what's up with USC and UCLA going to the Big Ten? College football's fucking over. If they do that power two crap, where it's just the SEC and the Big Ten, I'm not going to watch games. I mean that. I will watch all the other teams. It's it, it sucks. It's not. It, there's no like rivalries anymore, and if there are, they're trying to ruin them. They're trying to take them away. It's just it just sucks. I I really don't like it. I I don't like the direction it's going. My way to show that is to keep talking about it on my own podcast. Yeah, but fuck USC and UCLA for doing that, man. And, and Texas started it, but. Whatever. I would have talked about Eastern Michigan because I got that gray field that I love. I've talked about it so much on this podcast. I won't bring it up again other than the time I just did it. And right now, I love their gray field. It's the coolest shit I've ever seen. You want to treat yourself to something, Google Eastern Michigan football field and just watch whatever video comes up. It's a good time. Tentacle porn. Okay, next 10. And by this time, by by the time we get through this, we're going to be to about halfway. All right, UTEP, Cal, Missouri, Memphis, Syracuse, Nebraska, Tulsa, Illinois, Western Michigan, and Florida. Okay, out of those ones, I'm going to talk Tulsa. Tulsa is like the team in Oklahoma nobody thinks about. They, they like, get this close to upsetting somebody every year, it feels like. I'm calling it this year. I don't know who they play that's good, but they're going to upset somebody big this year. All right, mark it down here. No one's marking it down. You're all asleep or dead. Uh, next 10, Marshall, East Carolina, Virginia Tech, Boston College, West Virginia, Central Michigan, Liberty, Virginia, Georgia State, and Texas. Okay, now here's what, I was, what I'll say. Everybody always talks about how Texas is going to secede and like, oh, Texas, oh, nobody mess with Texas. Oh, Texas is uh, its own place. We got our own flag of Texas. Let me tell you, if there's a place that I had to pick to become its own thing and nobody went near it, it would be West Virginia. Dude, you don't want to go up into those mountains. I've been in those mountains. It's fucking scary. They have the high ground, and they ain't giving it up. I would, If you had to, like, who would have a more successful secession from the United States, West Virginia, 100%. 100%. 100%. I have got any WVU or Marshall fans, anybody from the state of West Virginia listening right now, throw it in the comments on YouTube. <laughs> if West Virginia decides to go and be its own place, it's its own place. No one's saying anything about it. Even if you like drop nukes on, they just go into the mountains. <laughs> they all have little mountain holes they go into. I'm telling you, man, West Virginia's badass. I love it. All right, let's go with the next 10. Now we're, we're already at 59 LSU, Maryland, North Carolina, Louisville, South Carolina, North Illinois, Auburn, Boise State, Texas Tech, Army, my guys at Army. Listen to all these Power 5 teams that Army is ahead of. I'll tell you what, week one, they, Army's got a tough schedule coming up because they start with Coastal Carolina, which is borderline top 25. They have, uh, uh, not UTEP, UTSA. University of Texas San Antonio, which is a great program. We haven't even gotten to them. They're probably higher as well. Army's got a tough schedule this season, even though they only, they only play the one Power 5 team with Wake Forest. So we'll see how that goes. But I, I think Army can have a great season. They just It's going to be tough. All right, next 10. We're almost there. Look, we're already 50, 51 minutes. I'm killing time on this podcast like a fucking champion. Washington State, Oregon State, Miami, Florida, Mississippi State, UCF, Tennessee, Western Kentucky, Arizona State, Kansas State, Iowa State. All right, one team to talk about here. Miami, Florida. um, The Rock went there. And uh, The Rock might be a little overrated. Matt Dan came on this podcast and said that he was sick of The Rock. And ever since he said that, now I feel like I've been unduly influenced by it. And I see The Rock and I go, you know, he is too many places. Too much success, it's it's too much. If it was a little bit less, I could still get with it. But he just needs to play like something crazy I've never seen. Otherwise, he needs to stop being in every movie. All right. We're now at 39. Air Force, Nevada, SMU, UAB. I love that UAB is this tall. That's a great... That's a great story of a team coming up from nothing. UCLA, fuck you. App State, Minnesota, Fresno State, Penn State, Purdue. All right. Um, Whatever. Air Force, thank you for your service. App State, love the black and yellow. They got a cool football tradition there. And uh, UAB. I'll root for UAB. New AAC teams. I'm a big fan of those guys. I want them to keep developing. All right, next 10. We're going to get into the top 25 in this one. We're starting at 30. So close. I'm so sorry I'm doing this to you guys. you guys like the power rankings? Power rankings. Purdue, Coastal Carolina, Texas A&M, UTSA, San Diego State, Iowa, Utah State, Wisconsin, BYU, who I referenced twice in this show, Oregon, and Arkansas. All right, let's just go San Diego State. I'm going to go see a game there this year. I got to. They got a new stadium. I love that program. The Aztecs, I will they keep the name Aztec? I don't know. Here's the thing. My grandmother is Mexican Azteca, all right? She's from Laredo, Texas. She's no longer with us, but she was. And I think it's kind of cool that there's a team named after the Aztecs. Like I just think it's cool. I don't know. Do I get a say? <laughs> Do I get a say? Can we just have fun anymore? All right, San Diego State. I'll watch them. And then I already mentioned UTSA. I think they're great. Coastal Carolina's fun with the mullets. I don't know. These are all fun teams. I'll root for anybody that's not in the Power Five playing the Power Five. Always. All right, let's get to top 20 now. So 20 is Arkansas. And then we've got Kentucky, NC State, Louisiana. Way to go, Louisiana, getting up to 17. That's not LSU. That's Louisiana. Clemson, Wake Forest has built up a lot. Houston, another non-Power 5. Pittsburgh, in the, yeah, they're Power 5. Uh, Ole Miss, Utah, and then Oklahoma. I mean, yeah, just uh, good. Louisiana, keep going. More. Go as high as you can go, baby. In the top 10, we can get all the big boys in here, right? Oklahoma, Michigan State, Notre Dame, Oklahoma State. Baylor, Ohio State, Cincinnati, Michigan, Alabama, and Georgia. I'll tell you right now, my pick to win it all, UConn. If you put $5 down on UConn to win the national championship this year, $5, what does that pay out? That's got to be pretty solid. You, 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 get, you get like a house in UConn. Like you become the chancellor of UConn University you get to be point guard for the Huskies in their next season against the Big East. I'm pretty sure that's what happens if you put $5 down right now on UConn to win the national championship, which is what I should do. Maybe I will. Fuck it. What is money, huh? I'd win a small fortune if I did that. That, that would be enough to pay for one half of my round-trip ticket on Delta Airlines to go back and see my family why can't we operate you know we need human centered capitalism and that's why this podcast is brought to you by andrew yang yang gang and man i got so into yang oop mic came off <laughs> why well, i could i could do this i could do this but i i don't want to i feel like this is more of a podcast thing and then this is more of a stand up thing And, you know, I'm not doing stand-up right now. I'm sitting down. You hear that? This podcast is terrible. All right, guys. Look, let's get the fuck out of here. All right? It's been an hour. You've seen what I have. Power rankings. (laughs) uh, Look, when you come back next week or in two weeks, the next podcast, I'm going to have a friend on the show, and I'm going to spend some money to get, like, this camera angle but going the other way. And then one that's over here on this side. So we get like, what, the two shot? And then the solos. And then I'm, I gotta get some, I gotta download something where I can like jump from the shots when people are talking. It's gonna be a whole fucking thing. But I think it has to happen. I think it's important for people. So like, this is like the beginning of getting this podcast to be a little more tech savvy and accessible to fucking Gen X what generation are they? The newest one, the one where, like, everybody's gay. Whatever that one is, I got to get more of them <laughs> to come in. You know, I'd say this is a gay-friendly podcast. Come on in. Everybody's welcome. Um, so, yeah, I got I to gotta get video up and do that stuff. So I'm going to do that. I'm working on it right now. Uh, you know, you guys can help. There is a way to help. And it's very simple. You just have to go to YouTube, subscribe to my page. It's just YouTube.com slash Eric Helwig. Boom. You're going to find all the videos for the podcast. You're going to find my stand-up clips. Um, find stuff from my TV appearances as well. So go check me out on YouTube. Subscribe to the podcast. If you're just listening to the audio, that's fine too. I'm still going to keep those coming out as well. Rate me on five, uh, on Apple Podcast five stars if you can. Everything I'm saying now, I'm going to say in like the outro in five seconds so i don't need to say it but i don't know if people listen through the whole outro so that's why i'll say it now then i'll say goodbye then i'll play the outro but yeah this was uh fun happy belated fourth of july i hope everybody got to see their families if you didn't you at least got to talk to them everybody was stayed safe saw some fireworks appreciate you guys listening to the show If there's anybody new that we found on YouTube, thank you for dropping in and being a part of it. Let's keep the train rolling, guys. Have a great two weeks, and I'll uh, I'll catch you in the middle of July for the next episode of the show. Thanks for listening to the show. If you'd like to appear on Bringing the Backups, call in to 323-716-6072 and ask me anything. To help us grow, you can rate and review the pod on Apple Podcast, subscribe on Spotify, or subscribe and leave me a comment on YouTube. If you'd like to see me perform, go to EricHelwig.com where you can hop on my newsletter and follow my bands in town, which will let you know when I'm performing near you. You can also check out my merch store and follow me on social media. Lastly, the best thing you can do for the show is tell your friends. Word of mouth is free and greatly appreciated. Thanks for your support, and I'll see you on the next episode.